And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Okay, we're fucking rolling. It's recording. Hi, John. All right. Hey, what's up? Shut How's up, it going? Man. Yeah, lean into it. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I see you have a little doggy back there. Got my dog with me. That's Billie Jean Queen. Oh, man. Yep. Real cutie. She's sleeping sort of now. She's got spots, doesn't she? She's got spots. She's a G- German short-haired pointer. And she loves, one thing I'll let you know about Billie Jean Queen, she likes to put her nose in the nook. And she'll find the nook, wherever the nook is, she puts that big nose in there and she stuffs it in and goes to sleep. And it's the cutest thing. In the oh world. my gosh. So like uh, two pillows. Yeah, two pillows, thigh, your armpit a lot. We'll be going to sleep and she'll put her nose in my armpit and we'll both go to sleep. And it's pretty... Pretty, yeah, pretty good doggage. My dog uh, does a similar thing. He stuffs. He's tall. He's crotch level, and he stuffs his face right, right into in your, the crotch. Right. Oh yeah, she does that too. I wasn't gonna bring up that because that's a yeah. little bit rude, and I just didn't know the tenor of your podcast yet. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, he's he does that, and it's funny. Of course, I prevent him from doing that to strangers. But the most awkward thing is people that kind of know him, but they haven't experienced that before. And and they and I just kind of let it go. Yeah. Well, maybe they get a sick thrill out of it. You never maybe. know how people know. Uh, are going to react to a dog yeah. stuff in there. Maybe it's the first time they've gotten a face stuffed in their crotch in a while, and they're kind of right. like, well, maybe I'll, uh, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what breed is this? Maybe the same. Th- 
<laughs> what breed is it? You know what? What? It's a pretty sexy breed. <laughs> How you doing at home? I'm doing all right, man. I mean, where's home? Great, crazy times. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in Bel Air. Yeah. Um, yeah. I moved here just. I I really like the people. My neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems so fun to live here, and so yeah, I've got uh, six hundred acres in Bel Air, and uh, yeah, multiple houses, and uh, yeah, it's really fun, and I just love. I bring brownies to my neighbors, and mm-hmm. I live right by the uh, Fresh Prince. You I don't do. know if you know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I've been good. I've been like, uh, I went camping last week. I mean, it's just, it's just horrible time. I can't even, it's just crazy. So, uh, yeah, I went camping last week and that really was a revelation of like, whoa, like, I got to do this shit all the time. I have just been inside for three full months. I mean, when they opened the beaches again, I got psyched because I can go surfing and that is really, really healing. But yeah, just not, I think not having to, to be forced to get into the zone of like meeting people and experiencing other people is a depressing, the most depressing thing about it. It is. I've all, uh, it's also been good in other ways. It's not just depressing. So I don't want to yeah. get, I don't want to start off on a big bummer, you know? Okay. How's your family doing? They're doing fine. They're doing fine. I have family, family in Pennsylvania and uh, Michigan, and they're doing good. Yeah, everyone's you know the same kind of thing. Everyone's just like pissed at this moment. I went camping and like we like did a hike. We set up camp, then we like walked around. We made food, and like all at the same time, all these dudes were just like, "Can you believe?" Like, doesn't it feel like we've done a lot today? Because there's no schedule anymore. Right. And just having the... Because camping makes you concentrate. Like, it, yeah. you have to concentrate or else you're kind of fucked. Or you're not <laughs> doing it right or whatever. Yeah. Can I say effed? Yo, you can say anything you want. What's your daily routine? You didn't say this, but I just knocked us offline. And we have... Um, oh. I don't know why you just thought it was going to be a real moment. You can't just recreate <laughs> moments. Who... But, I knocked myself offline or you knocked me offline irresponsibly uh-huh. and I just we just hooked it back up. You start the podcast and you're like, okay, I'm gonna press record and then the first thing you say is like a fake ass thing like that. Yeah, so Exactly. I just don't appreciate that. But what was the question? What are you doing? <laughs> Where do you My live? daily routine, it's different every day. I don't know if I have a daily routine. I get up, I do I do try and get up. I've been learning guitar and I get up and sometimes Usually I try and play guitar first thing in the morning. I meditate and I play guitar for about an hour. I am learning songs like every morning on a doodle doodle, like the fucking, uh, you know, the, the Sugar Ray song. Yeah. Like it turns out that really whack songs are even kind of more fun sometimes than to play than like songs you really like. Like right. it's really fun to play like Sugar Ray songs. There's a there's a uh, you know uh, a, a blues traveler song that I <laughs> and I learned that song and I pretend up John Popper with my big big body with but he but but he got that surgery 
So he, you got the stomach shrinking so that his body is now just flaps of, of skin. And he's a pissed off guy. But what a great harmonica player, you know. But too yeah. fast. Too fast. Too many notes. Oh, I thought you meant he got thin too fast. Oh, both are true. He does a lot yeah. of things too fast, including rocket his band to the top of the charts at yeah. one point, I'm sure. You're right. That's nice. You do anything athletic? I've been surfing and uh, boogie boarding alternately when it's not good out. Obviously, I can't go to the gym. So that that's the only thing that surfing is the only thing that really like exhausts me. Like you surf for like two hours. It's like over you feel crazy you feel like you're on ecstasy when you're driving home it's the best but like working out at home wasn't yeah it's just not motivating to me so if i go surfing for a couple hours it's like pretty pretty good so i've been trying to do that as much as possible and i walk around a lot just like walk my dog mm-hmm. and stuff have you been walking or marching in any of these yeah. protests i've gone to a bunch of protests um, Black Lives Matter. Um, I went to a couple downtown LA. Then I went to this big Hollywood march with YG, yeah. <laughs> which was, that was amazing. I mean, it's all like really inspiring to go to. And I found it feels like, like I've been talking to strangers more and stuff like that. But like at these protests, it really is like the only time I felt like just in terms of quarantine, like, man, you just, just being around a bunch of people is so great. And on top of that, like, especially that Hollywood March was so inspiring. It was just beautiful. And it was like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. I've been, uh, trying to raise, I raised a little bit of money. I auctioned off a pig. Oh yeah. um, I saw that to, uh, gave like, $4,200 to Black Visions Collective out of Minneapolis. It's a very good organization. And then, like, I've been, like, watching a lot of movies. I don't know, yeah. It's mainly a TV house. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah. And, like, I'm watching, like, some dummy-ass shit. My brain feels dead, you know, a little bit. But also, yeah, it's not the... Yeah, again, it's, like, not the worst time of my life or anything it's just like kind of like when is this going to please be over jesus christ do you see uh do you see as a byproduct of this movement do you see anything positive specifically or anything that's touched you positively the current movement feels like it's um it's in a moment so yeah i think there's positive like people literally i think part of it is like people literally just have time to show up for stuff. And so it's magical, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's the time to do it. So it feels like, I mean, look, you know, Mississippi took the fucking Confederate flag off of their flag. Like (laughs) it's pretty good. That's amazing. I mean, obviously the broader implications of this are more far reaching than that, but like all the symbolic shit that is actually happening is pretty good. You know, it's like, yeah. These Confederate statues and, and that conversation's been happening for so long and it just takes our country so crazily long to make any movement at all. And now like the Washington Redskins thing, I mean it's just satisfying to say like 
Oh, yeah. They tried to keep the Redskins name. The owner still wants to keep it, I'm sure, but FedEx basically said, we own the stadium and we're not going to do games if you keep the name. So see you later. But, I mean, look, FedEx took until 2020 to pull the trigger on saying that. So fuck them, too. And it's all just... With with some of it, it feels like, you know, when Citibank says Happy Pride or whatever, it's yeah. like, ugh. Like, but it's still, it's like, ugh, but it still is like, wow. I mean, hey, that's something. I don't know. So stuff like that is kind of good. And it just feels like a time to keep going to shit. What have you been watching on TV or reading outside of the news? Reading at the beginning, I mean, it takes me so long to read books. It's ridiculous. Me too. I read Dune, which is a crazy long book to read. It took me like half a year. So I finished that. I have not. I don't, um, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm not like a reader. I'm just not. I'm reading a book called Dead Men Don't Ski, okay? Dead Men Don't Ski. It's the cover of it is amazing. It's from 1965. I bought it for the cover. It's Dead Men Don't Ski, and it's got this skeleton in ski wear. You know, it's the worst book of all time, but, like, when I'm about to go to sleep, I, like, I'm, like, you know, reading Dead Men Don't Ski, and it's, like, this man calls himself the colonel, and yet he has no military uh, uh, experience. Uh, you know, it's, like, the train ride to the French Alps was... <laughs> you know, uh, innocent enough. But the Baroness thought, you know, it's like so dumb, but it, it does. I don't know what, I, I got to read some stuff. I should, I should be reading. I should be reading more, you know, good stuff. What about watching? And, Have you been watching anything good? Trolls World Tour. Um, what's good? God, what have I been watching? I just watched a show called... I think it's called mm-hmm. I May Destroy You or I Want to Destroy uh, It's dope, basically. That's very good. I just started watching it randomly, and I was like, this fucking is a very good show. Um, I love Dave Chappelle's special. I thought that was brilliant. Me too. Um, I've watched it twice now. Yeah, I watched it twice, too, in a row. And I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. And, like, Dave Chappelle, just knowing what went into that performance is right. amazing. And the fact that he gave himself time to even he was like well i'm gonna have this planned and this planned and this will be my time to process i think he just gave himself time on stage consciously or subconsciously to process things and i think that is i mean in knowing to do that and the level of confidence you have to have as a performer to allow yourself to do that and also being in the moment when it's happening is just so unbelievable like that was truly brilliant yeah and uh, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> um, I went to a drive-in movie theater here in Los Angeles. Hey, and that it was really nice. How yeah, was that experience? Mission Tiki. And that was, I got to say, so great. And it was just, it felt great to be at a movie in general. Mm-hmm. And it's a, everything's a double feature. So you can like watch a movie and then like start another movie or watch all of it. I fell asleep in this other movie. But that was nice. Never would have gone to a drive-in probably if I didn't have wonderful quarantine. Did you have a tour or shows scheduled this year? 
Um, I was supposed to perform at South by Southwest, so I was supposed to do South by. I was very excited for it, and I and went even when they when they canceled South by, I was like, "Fuck you! What? No? Are you serious?" And now, like, I'm like, "What if they had had South by? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! What if they had had that? That would have been a touch point for so much COVID, you know? Like, but I was supposed to do that, and then I was planning a tour." Um, and that all got canceled. But I don't I don't tour like a lot. I went on my first like music tour last year and that was great. So it's just a continuation of that. And I'm making uh my album, which I'm really psyched about. It's gonna you come are? out next year. It's gonna be oh. a while. But um I'm making all these videos and quarantine videos too. So I'm making I made a bunch of videos that I've been sitting on that like last year. And then now I'm making quarantine videos. I'm making a video for like every song I have, and it'll be cool. Psyched about it. Are you sending stuff out? Or are you just doing it by yourself, or, um, or or everything? I am collaborating with Cyrus Garmany, my producer, collaborator, fellow songwriter, and you know him. And uh, he, um, so he's in San. He lives in San Francisco. So you know, I send him. Sometimes it's a voice message, and sometimes I send him a little garage band dick around, and sometimes I send him, yeah, it's mainly voicemails of just like, what about, and stuff like that, and then I will go, then I I went and like finished a bunch of songs with him um, before the choir. Yeah, I'm going to play one of these, well, it's not a new song off your record, but it's a, it's a new song, I believe it's well, called the- Squirt. Well, this is the theme song to Bridie Elliott and Kelly Hudson's podcast, Squirt, which they asked me to do. And this is only significant to me because it is the first song that I ever, I'm going to put produced in quotes, but I did make every sound happen on this. And I, I'm learning and teaching myself how to do that slowly. Yeah. So I have built, in Quar built a home studio with um, pieces of foam and things like that. And I got my focus right and my dope headphones and my good mic, and that's kind of my studio. So I've been trying to do that. Um, make you, clearly don't have, you clearly don't have an isolation booth. Or, Whoa, or... somebody's like, do you hear that? Yeah. Somebody is fucking going to Whacking. town with a weed whacker. Okay, here we go. I, let's let's hear this tune. What do Theme you say? Theme song to a podcast called Squirt. Here we go. I think it's a perfect podcast theme song length. That's one thing I like about it. It's really good. It's Thanks. called yeah. Squirt. Squirt. Here's mm-hmm. how I made it with samples from GarageBand. Um, but then I, what I do is I have a, a tambourine and a maraca. And so you just get samples and then you kind of use those to just blend everything together. And it almost sounds real. <laughs> It's, so that's basically what I'm doing. Like, you just have yeah. to use a couple real instruments. Like, I'll play guitar or something and play sax, and then, and then you just use samples. I mean, that like uh, bass line, obviously. I, I couldn't come up with that shit. So yeah, all of it is 
sampled. And I can't play drums like you play drums in this 948 uh, signature. I'm like, what is this guy? Uh, no, I know. Neil Peart over I here? I don't want to. God, you're going to give me the reputation of a complicated drummer. The I'm most annoying. Oh, no. This is going to ruin it. Yeah. I'm the dumbest drummer there is. You know you're not. You're like you're like the Terry Bozio over here with your multiple pots and pans. They have hanging. Everything's just hanging everywhere. Have you been listening to music in your core? Um, I have. In the I last, have. You have anything on repeat in the last week or so? Let's let's see. Or the last piece of vinyl you had on your turntable. However, you listen to music. That was Joe Wong's record which i got a deluxe oh, yeah. pre-copy of i also have man man's new record and i also have shannon and the clams's last record which is very exciting okay so i was listening to esquivel mm -hmm. um i had on a little bit of sade yeah I listened to the entire bioshock 2 soundtrack okay and this isn't like on repeat but I was like, oh, God, what's the Bioshock soundtrack going to be like? And I love Bioshock 2. And it's all, of course, because that game is, have you ever played that game? No. Oh, my God. It's just one of the most brilliant games, uh, video games of all time. But, but all the music is like the Mr. Belvedere theme song, but like the old time, you're like, like, it is. I love your old timey, mammal, boop, doop, wink, yeah. stuff like that. You know, um, it's not, it's not like muscly heavy metal. No, it because it takes place in this, in the in the a place in the past, basically. In the oh, past. it sounds like a name of a muscly heavy metal band. Yeah, that's that's true. But we're Bioshock. This is our drummer, Joe Plummer. Do you have any advice for people to get through their days? Mental health, physical health, okay. anything you do that you would recommend? I meditate every day. That really helps me um, keeping it consistent. This isn't maybe the time to quit things. Like I quit coffee I for the for a month, for the first time in my life, really, since I started drinking coffee when I was like in high school. And it Quitting coffee is horrible. And what I didn't realize <laughs> is it's physically painful and it makes mm -hmm. you feel like you have COVID-19. Like you you get flu-like symptoms. And I freaked out to the point where I was talking to my, my dad and I was like, hey, I think I have COVID. And he was like, didn't you just quit coffee? Yeah, you go through almost the equivalent of heroin withdrawal when you, like I was in physical pain. He was like, why don't right. you just drink green tea? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to cold turkey it. Isn't that the best way? And he was like, never cold turkey caffeine. It's literally physically addictive, which I had no idea. Um, smoke lots of weed. Um, I've been trying that and it, I tried it. It's great. And it's working. Okay. If you live on a coast, you know, and you have a surfboard, that is the one thing that I do. And I'm just like, oh my God. 
like it's just so good it's wonderful um meditate surf smoke weed yeah who am i matthew mcconaughey or uh, i mean so that's the thing just be me yeah go surf yeah do my thing um get a kettlebell and never use it um Mm -hmm. get a jump rope and use it a couple times and think you're great and then throw it out make bread make bread make bread i make bread i i've made bread like four times some nice loaves and uh i gotta say you make bread it's uh fucking delicious like it's you can take it right out of the oven and eat it with butter and it's like unbelievable like i i know everyone knows this but yeah experiencing the magic of bread like is interesting yeah it's like no no Flour and water and salt doesn't deserve to taste this good, is what I'm saying. It's a magic <laughs> process that they've been doing, Joe, since the thirties. Thirty, at least the thirties. They discovered bread in the thirties, right? Yeah. No, since the time of Tutankhamun, my friend. All right, I'm gonna let you go. All right, well, you go do uh, your smoke cocaine or whatever you rock guys do to get your. Um, you know time signatures so you can be playing uh, all the crazy rock you guys do and you know I'll go I'll go do goof pills and uh, some ayahuasca and do my LA thing I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> this has gone very poorly Joe and I think it's your fault and I think you it's need okay to, I'll fix it yeah oh yeah it. edit the parts out that suck yeah where's your dog my dog is now over there on the floor past oh. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. Later. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right.